Hello and welcome to this next edition of the Nothing Much Podcast. We are your hosts, Joe and... Ditch. And tonight we are probably going to be shorter than usual. Maybe not. Depends on how much we ramble on. <laughs> Rambling is something we probably could do fairly well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm like an expert at it. I think we're all experts at it in our own little fashion. And fortunately, when it comes to nerdetry, we can ramble on forever. (laughs) All right. But don't worry. We won't. We're going to keep this short. Possibly. Maybe. No promises. In any case, tonight's subjects. The first one, if you have not heard of it, you probably should have. Tonight's first subject is the obscure, yet not-so-obscure, video game Earthbound. Oh, Earthbound. See, I say obscure, not yet not obscure, because it seems like in recent days it's got a lot more popular than I ever really knew back during the mid-90s. I wonder why. Indeed. Maybe it has something to do with that website. Uh, what's it called again? Um, porn site. Yeah. Um, 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 hold on, I know this one. Uh, uh, Yahoo. Oh, not Yahoo. Okay. Um. Oh wait, Bulbapedia. Close, but not uh, quite. It's not that Starman.net site, is it? Um, actually, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that would be pretty accurate. Um, I mean, yeah, we have been a fairly, I guess you could say, fanatical, if you wanted to be generous. Yeah, that's one way to put it. I mean, you know, like, um, we're not doing any witch burnings yet. But I think that Starman.net owes a lot to, like, the internet for just being there to allow them to let people know more about Earthbound. Indeed. The internet is... I oh, mean, sorry, go ahead. Uh, well, I, I mean, I first heard about Earthbound through Super Smash Bros., like a lot of people. But I wasn't able to find out much about it until I stumbled upon Starman.net, and that's when I realized that this was a game I had to play. See, I, I can't remember exactly because obviously for me this was like 16 years ago. But yeah. I, I definitely remember reading about it in Nintendo Power. And I don't know, I think it was more like the sci-fi aspect that really appealed to me because at least... They put a lot of attention to all the weird alien stuff that I remember. Because yeah. I don't really remember the This Game Stinks ad campaign. I don't really either. Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of remember it. I kind of remember the scratch-off stuff. But, anyways. Yeah, so, I mean... I, what a bad ad Yeah, campaign. that is... I mean, it was interesting that they actually had scratch-and-sniff stuff, but... Of, of all yeah. the things, it was like disgusting stuff, like garbage. 
yeah, it's not really. I guess they were kind of going off of the whole mid '90s gross-out humor sort of thing. Probably. Really Thank you, Nickelodeon. Yeah, but yeah, I think if they had marketed it differently, maybe we would have gotten Mother Three, but. It's not. Uh, but in any case, um, long story short, I rented that game often. And did you beat uh, it by renting it? I don't think I ever beat it by renting it. Uh, especially like, you know, uh, it was, was an RPG, and I think rental times were like only three days back then. Oh, yeah, that wouldn't be no time. So, um, I ended up, I did eventually get my own copy, which was good. But yeah. um, let's put it that, this way. To say I was obsessive would be putting it correctly. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it was fun. Can't really blame you. Yeah, it's a fun game, and it's got some really clever writing. And the world is just so big that there's always new stuff to see Indeed. every time you play it. You know, I, I think, you know, definitely, I mean, agreeing overall that Mother 3 is definitely the best of the series. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, you know, I have definitely been invested in Earthbound. And while the story is definitely great, the characters, you know, are really kind of flat. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, you know, this was the mid-90s. You know, story really wasn't a whole big thing back then. Yeah, kidding. I mean, one of the biggest story games that came out around that time was Final Fantasy IV, and basically everyone in that was a stock character. Pretty much, and then, you know, we got Final Fantasy. Not to say it was bad, but... Uh, I think, I mean, I never finished it, so don't persecute me too much, but uh, Final Fantasy VI was a bit better in that regard. Yeah, Final Fantasy VI definitely had the, I would say, the best developed characters of that time period. Indeed. But anyways, um, going back to Earthbound, um, Earthbound. Did you ever play Earthbound Zero? Yeah, I did. I beat it. Even. Amazing. Yeah, it was kind of painful near Indeed. the end. I I remember. I know I finished it once, but I I must have suppressed the memories. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. It's just it's. A really hard 80s NES RPG where you've got to grind and there's enemies every other step and it's just painful to play sometimes. But the thing that kept me going was it was it had a good story and I, I love. Yeah, the I mean it's definitely interesting that you know um, I want to say Itori, I I think is how it's pronounced. Forgive me if I took, completely screwed that up. I'm going off the top of my head um, that he made a story-centric game back when there wasn't much of a story for games. Yeah, and that that's pretty ahead of its time, I think. And then, you know, it's also, to some degree, ironic that in the evolution over time that... I, I mean, I've heard it a lot, I don't know about you, but that Mother 3 is actually about the closest thing that comes to actual literature... In a video game. Yeah, I've heard that comparison too, and I think it's, it's definitely an app. a good compare. I mean, I definitely agree with it. I don't know if I would say it'd be the only one in this day and age. Yeah, there are other games that have really good stories and stuff, 
So it's not the only one, definitely. But, I mean, it's just, you know, amazing that, you know, at least here in the United States, it's gaining popularity. Yeah. But, and again, I think it has Smash Brothers and Starman. Oh, definitely. That. Uh, definitely Smash Brothers and definitely yeah. Starman.net and definitely the internet. At least yeah. the non-porn side of it. <laughs> but we won't go into that. No. no. But in any case, if you haven't played it, well, good luck finding it for cheap on eBay because you're not going to be able to. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty hard to find, and they just won't release it on the virtual No, console. I mean, I looked, like, last week or so. I mean, what is it? What did I look for? I think I looked for, like, Final Fantasy VI. I mean, the SNES version was just so much cheaper. I mean, it was, like, you know, $40, $50, which, you know, is yeah. about not bad when you consider it's a game, but... Earthbound, that's like $160. I just looked up Earthbound on Amazon, and the lowest available used copy is $100. So yeah, if you want to own this game legitimately, you're going to have to shell out quite a bit of cash. Or, pray to God, you know Japanese, and if you can still find it, import uh, Mother 1 and 2 for GBA. Yeah. But again, you have to really know your kanji or... Kana or Katakana or whatever they do it in. Basically, yeah, everything. pretty much. In any case, moving on. Um, video game movies. Oh, video game. Recently, movies. I mean, like last beginning of May, let's say, um, Ubisoft announced that they were opening their own studio to develop their properties into media franchises pretty much i'm i'm figuring like tv shows and movies it's kind of funny that came after the prince of persia movie i i think you know on that subject prince of persia actually probably helped out a bit because that is the most successful video game movie to date oh yeah I mean, I saw it, and it was pretty good for a video game movie, like, a lot better than I expected. It was definitely, it was pretty good for a, pretty much was going to be a popcorn movie. Yeah. You know, definitely having Disney behind it certainly helped, and the popularity of the Sands of Time franchise. Yeah. So, you know, that definitely helped. But, you know, I find it interesting that more and more studios are just themselves getting into pretty much TV and movies. I don't really have much I mean, I don't have a that. problem with that. You know, I, I kind of agree because, like, uh, um, I'm sure I've mentioned it somewhere where you've been that BioWare has started making a Mass Effect anime movie. <laughs> That's going to be good. I, I think, think it'll be excellent. Because, you know, people are always talking about how Mass Effect is a great story. Oh, Mass Effect is fantastic. I need to play uh, I mean, you can definitely pick up the... I think you can pick them both up pretty cheap now. I mean, probably definitely find the first one for about 20 30 bucks, And then the second one is... I mean, it's for PC, but this weekend you can download the first one for like 10 20 bucks. That's, That's not, not that bad. bad. But you know, again... Good old Steam deal. Well, it's not a Steam deal. It's direct-to-drive. 
So, uh, um, but still, 10, 20 bucks. Let me see if I can find it here. That's not bad. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, this Ubisoft thing. I wonder what they're going to develop into a movie. Um, let's see. Well, obviously, they've already done uh, Prince of Persia. Um, I've heard that they might have a sequel to that. I don't know. Yeah. I want to be yeah, surprised. I wouldn't be surprised either. Um, I would say if I were to venture, um, more than likely Splinter Cell. Uh, yeah, that would make a lot of. Uh, that one would make a lot of sense because That's I've actually. heard for Eternity that um, they were going to develop it, but it's just never gotten off ground. Now they can, they do, can it do it themselves. Um, yeah, here it is, Mass Effect Two, nine ninety seven from Direct to Drive. So, yeah, 10 bucks if you are interested in playing Mass Effect 2. Make sure your PC is up to specs, though. Indeed. But, you know, if you were to get it, you know, I would also suggest getting Mass Effect for a PC because it's just, I, I think the game is just, at least Mass Effect 2, is just so much better if you've actually played Mass Effect. That would make sense. I mean, I hear you can transfer. You can transfer character. You can transfer. I mean, choices you may get transferred, which I think is you know I don't think a lot of games have done it thus far. So you know this makes it pretty neat. <laughs> so yeah, definitely pick that up sometime, and hopefully you know we'll see a lot more. Um, video game properties coming out that are medias and um, hopefully being good. Yeah, I agree. Definitely need more respect. I know what video game movie is Indeed. the best one. And that is Professor Layton and the Internal Dean of a... Oof. I'm that. It's alright. We all know you meant Eternal Diva. Yeah. I, I would definitely agree. Um, but, you know, that's because it... I don't think it was much of a logical step. I mean, it's basically just, I mean, the excellent stories are already there. Uh, Obviously, they are already working with the animation. So it was just, you know, logical to expand upon it. So, at least in my opinion, it just, it wasn't that much of a step for him, you know, to get there. Yeah. But, you know, definitely excellent movie, and it definitely makes me sad that I can't import the Blu-ray version from London, Britain. A true shame. Curse your region locking. Curse you. All right. Anyways, moving on. Um, Something that came to mind was when I showed you that thing from Kotaku earlier about the handheld Shadow of the Colossus. And that got me to thinking about, you know, this remake we're supposed to be getting sometime in the future. The one that I won't be able to play because I don't have a PS4. Well, you know, we'll just wait about, what is it, three years or so when the PS4 comes out and that drops down to $99. That's what I did with the PS2. Um, There seems a lot more that... um, Certain developers are redoing games in uh, HD. 
Yeah. I mean, like, we had, um, what, Perfect Dark was redone. They redid, um, what was I just had it, Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah. And then, you know, now we're getting, um, they're working on Resident Evil. Or, or at least Resident Evil 4 and Code Veronica. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it seemed, I mean, while not bad, because, you know, I, what was it? That was some while ago. I was watching my brother play Resident Evil 4, GameCube version, on an HD TV, and I was like, my God, I used to think this looked good. <laughs> the HDTV kind of takes it Yeah, I mean, I remember when I used to think that, I mean, it still looks good, don't get me wrong when I say this, but, you know, Super Mario Brothers 3 was the epitome. Yeah. I, times, times have changed. changed. I mean, what do I want to say? I mean, it still is a good-looking game, you know, even Super Nintendo. Um, PlayStation, that's getting, I mean, they definitely looked good for their time, but, you know, those ones probably have not aged as well the most. Some of them have, like, I think Final Fantasy Tactics still looks really good. You know, I don't re- I never really played that much of Tactics. Oh, you gotta play I, I sucked so bad. I got to, like, the second mission, and I just... I was stuck. Uh, yeah, it gets really tough. And then I, I don't remember why, but I just I didn't like Tactics Advance. Uh, I, I don't remember. It's been so long since I've tried it. Uh, you gotta try I it again. Need then. to try it again. But back on the main topic, um, HD remakes. On the one hand, I really like seeing these games updated with prettier graphics and such. But on the other hand, it seems kind of lazy it it does that's what i was thinking too it seems like we're retreading you know especially with something like uh ocarina of time which we've had what four different versions now um i think three let's see there was the original there was master Master quest Quest. they redid it for gamecube yeah, and then there was that other GameCube disc that had four Zelda games on it, and Ocarina was on there as well. But none of those were really remakes as much right. as they were ports. I mean, this one I'm not really knocking too much because they are at least putting some innovation to it. Yeah, they were using all the 3D stuff. And they've updated, you know, the graphics to the degree they can. Uh, updated the controls a bit. I'm looking forward I'm definitely to that. looking for that too. I mean, I'm not necessarily knocking it, but it does seem to a degree that uh, there's certain people in the industry. I really can't name anyone specific, but they're obviously out there who would prefer or really want to stick with their old properties instead yeah. of you know going forward. Because you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it and don't try something new. Yeah, I mean. And it's going to get to a point, I mean, I'm surprised we really haven't got to that point of saturation yet, of where we're pretty much going to see everything. 
I mean, or, you know, maybe we'll just get lucky and, you know, while we'll recognize things, at least games will still be fresh. Yeah. Like, uh, one thing I'm looking forward to is I won't be able to pick it up on release, which makes me sad, but um, L.A. Noir that's coming out next week. Oh, yeah, that game. Um, I, I really, I mean, I didn't look too much into it until I really saw the game at PAX East. But, you know, I, I think you kind of notice, um, you probably gotten an idea but never thought about it. But, you know, I really like detective stuff. <laughs> I never would have guessed. But, um, and the fact that, you know, this is, you know, really putting you into a detective's shoes. I mean, more so than about any other game I can think of, with maybe, to a degree, an exception of... Ace Attorney. You're not really a detective. Not really. I mean, I'm sure there's other games I'm not thinking of, but that I can recall and that I've played nothing to the seeming degree. (laughs) And then there's also the fact that John Noble has a role in it, and I love me some John Noble. Um, and for those of you who do not know who I'm talking about when I say John Noble, he played Denethor in the Return of the King movie. Yeah. Or if you are more recent in your television, he plays Walter Bishop on Fringe. Another Fringe Indeed. reference. There will be... When I finally watch it, we need to do oh, a we, show on Oh, it. we shall. Oh, we shall. I, I, there's so much I want to say, especially with the recent season finale, but I can't. But, you know, soon. You probably can... Do you have the DVD plan for Netflix? Actually, I uh, don't. Yeah, if I did, then I would definitely be getting it, but for now, I just have to wait for it to show up on the Instinct. Indeed. Oh, well. In any case, um, I think that's pretty much our show. All right. Yeah, I can't think much else, and we still don't have a theme song, so we can't show ourselves out. Uh, It's all right. Someday we'll actually come up with something original. Someday. Someday we may be still alive. Uh, (laughs) All right. This has been the Nothing Much Podcast. I'm Joe. And I'm Ditch. we are out. Good, Good night. night.